You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold, right here with the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, up on the screen, if you are watching the video podcast over at pain.tv slash gold, I'm not going to go read this because I've done it before, but I have the New York Times article called After Six Decade Hiatus Experimental Psychedelic Therapy Returns to the VA. If you have not heard this, I cover it in uh, episode 57. I also believe in episode 56, we started it. And so what I'm doing right now is I am showing you definitive proof that MKUltra, the CIA's LSD mind control program run by Dr. Sidney Gottlieb, who was trained by Nazi and Japanese torturers. Okay. Uh, if you want to know more about that, you can listen to the last few episodes. But I'm showing you that the program he was running, MKUltra, which grew out of Operation Paperclip, which was when we brought over 1,500 Nazi scientists immediately following the end of World War II, never actually ended. And the reason why I'm going into depth on this is I want you to understand that our government is running with... Now, again, they're supposed to be incompetent, folks. They're very competent. They are running with this mind control program developed in cooperation with the nazis uh started actually supposedly in the nazi concentration camps we'll get into that more in the future and then it never actually ended it didn't end when sydney gottlieb supposedly closed up mk ultra in 1964 and it did not end when sydney gottlieb left as the head chemist of the CIA roughly 1973 when CIA director Richard Helms was thrown out by Richard Nixon when he was president. It's still continuing. And the reason why I want you to understand this is because everything that is developed inside the government eventually becomes part of the private sector and then is rolled out at the civilian level so all the smart technology that's developed inside of the government ends up working its way into your child's nursery as we showed here on the dust and gold standard and so as they're developing these mind control techniques which I think they've mastered. At this point, they're running adoption campaigns. They're going to turn this into something spread far and wide. So this goes from everything as far as using psychedelics to putting on virtual reality or augmented reality headsets to stepping inside of the cyber metaverse to putting brain machine interface AI chips into people's heads to mind uploading to mind downloading to mind manipulating to digital twins to mind twins and everything else that we've covered here. So you will say to yourself, well, this is isolated. Now it's just inside the Veterans Administration. We're just testing this stuff out on veterans. No, we're not testing anything. The testing was all done by Sidney Gottlieb back in the 50s, 
60s and 70s inside of the uh, government. And now they're rolling it out uh, through the Veterans Administration. But this stuff is going to become uh, highly accessible uh, to the general public. And they're starting to now attach this to the idea of rolling out these techniques on people that identify as mentally ill, which is the vast majority of this country at this point, folks. After the last two years, they caused a lot of mental illness, and they've also brainwashed people into believing that they are mentally ill. They also caused it through psychological operations as well as through the mass use of vaccines, big pharmaceuticals, etc. Okay, I think we can all agree on that. So they're going to start rolling this out. So yesterday I finished up this article after six decade hiatus experimental psychedelic therapy returns to the VA. And so this gets in how they're using MDMA, which is known as ecstasy or psilocybin mushrooms and using it to manipulate the minds of war veterans who come back uh, from the theater of war with post-traumatic stress disorder which we've heard about forever so now they tug at the heartstrings they play to human emotion and how could you be against curing ptsd war veterans with psychedelic mushrooms and ecstasy well i'm against it because the cia developed these techniques in partnership with the nazis who were supposed to hate And they developed these things uh, many, many years ago, and now they're rolling them out. That's why I'm against it, folks. All right? So now you're going to look at this article, uh, fedtechmagazine.com. And I started to break this down yesterday. And so this introduces the idea of virtual reality headsets into curing PTSD. So I want to finish up this article for you. It's important because it's going to connect into some other pieces we need to look at. So you understand before you run out and buy a VR headset for your child or grandchild, or if they're using one now, you can make the right decision uh, and wean them off it. Look, if you want to go that route, that's on you. You be you. But I'm just telling you that this stuff is not your Super Mario Brothers Nintendo video game or Duck Hunt, okay? There is a purpose behind this stuff, and it all connects into mind control, mind warping, mind hacking. So my mentality is, why am I going to give these people more access to my mind? And the same goes for data as well. I'm very careful about how much data I'm willing to give up to get access to things that are cool and hip or have perceived uh, convenience. Again, I've said you're selling your personal liberty, freedom, and human autonomy for perceived convenience. That's how they're getting a lot of people into this today. Oh, look at this easy app for me to track my miles and track my business expenses. Well, all that data that you're putting into that app, they are getting access to that. And who knows nowadays, just in simple terms, if that's going over to the IRS and being used against you. You don't know that anymore. All right, so we ended this article. Uh, They were talking about the ability to use these VR goggles, and then the uh, doctor has them on, and if you suffer from uh, dementia, or as they say, LBGTQ veteran who's aging, I don't even know what that means, but they put it in the article, 
They talk about how the doctor can experience what you're experiencing through this headset now. So they are mind tapping into you. They basically say that, let's say your grandma has dementia. And so through that helmet, she sees the world in a different way than you do. Maybe she stutters. Maybe things don't come through so clearly in her vision. The doctor will be able to see that. Okay. So that is beyond virtual reality, folks. That is mind tapping. So they have to be utilizing something similar to the transcranial electronic stimulation helmet that Dr. Charles Morgan III talked about in front of the West Point Academy cadets and faculty in his 2018 lecture that we broke down for you here at the Dustin Gold Standard. All right, let me read you the next part of this. It says, how can virtual reality therapy treat PTSD and mental health issues? The immersive aspect of VR has led to improved care for veterans. For some struggling with PTSD, no other methods of treatment may have worked, Bailey says. Quote, it helps to rewire that memory, end quote, she says. So rewiring memories or replacing memories or wiping out memories, uh, that's all straight out of Sidney Gottlieb's MK Ultra program. That's all what that was about, was the ability to hack the mind, erase memories, put memories in place. And that ties all the way into the 2018 lecture by Dr. Charles Morgan III, who talks about that as well, and then goes right into the cyborg soldier program, uh, of which comes out of the DARPA brain initiative. All this stuff ties together, folks. That's what I'm trying to do on the show, is show you how this all ties together. So when this hits the market, when you could buy this technology over the counter, you know, the transcranial electronic stimulation VR headset, or or picking up psychedelics at the government pot shop, there is a reason for this. They are trying to mind control everyone. They're already doing it through smartphones and smart TVs and computers and everything else. I think different people have different susceptibility to this stuff. But even myself, who's aware of it, I guarantee I've been brainwashed and mind hacked at certain points. I don't think we can all avoid it. We'd like to say we can. A lot of people would like to say, I'm super strong. I could pick up a car. But when it comes time to do it, you can't pick up a car. So we can't block all of this out at all times, but we can be aware of it. And the more aware of it we are, uh, just like being aware of schemes and scams that Mike Moore talks about on the Thomas Paine podcast, we can try to not fall victim to these things. All right. It says here. Currently, 15 VA medical centers have put the VR headsets to work for prolonged exposure therapy, incorporating software called BraveMind. Okay, now we got into this yesterday, and then we got into the fact that Verizon is working with the VA to build out a 5G superfast network uh, around and inside the medical centers so that they can have this low latency, high bandwidth uh, internet so that people inside the VA could be walking around with these wireless VR headsets on, okay? It said here, this is from the uh, Verizon representative, we see that as a huge opportunity for 5G. The reason being is you want that immersive training or that immersive experience. It's going to require a lot of bandwidth. So yesterday we talked about how Verizon is now in on this game, folks. All right, when I get back, we're going to finish this up. I'm going to show you the next piece of the puzzle. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. 
You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dustin Gold Standard. I am Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, let's jump right back in here. There's a lot to cover, a lot to cover, folks. All right, the next section here is how is the VA using VR for treatment? So it says here, virtual reality tools also enhance mental health treatment in other areas, including palliative care, pain management, and helping with feelings of isolation in long-term care facilities. In the VA's community living centers, patients may be suffering from depression due to separation from loved ones during the coronavirus pandemic. You see, they use... The last two years, COVID land the high school theater production to create a series of problems. Remember, I told you, it's not, they don't run these psychological operations, these worldwide operations for one goal. It creates many, many problems. Then they can provoke many, many reactions to each of the problems, and they can offer the solutions that then create more problems, but it's all intentional, folks. The answer is always more technology, more Frankenstein science. That's what happens with these problem-reaction solutions. Or you give up more freedom, more liberty, more human autonomy. You know, that's what they do, folks. This is how they run the game. This is how they con the public time and time again. So it says there, you know, suffering from depression due to separation from loved ones during the coronavirus uh, virus pandemic. Uh, just like they push Zoom. I mean, Zoom was very popular uh, before COVID. I had a Zoom account for 10 years. I think I got it when they first launched because I was doing a lot of video conferencing. Uh, but they rolled it out and made it big and everyone had it at home during COVID so they could talk to their loved ones and get drunk and everything else. I mean, this is how they roll out the technology. Continues to say the technology can transport them away from discomfort and anxiety. Yeah, by pushing them into the metaverse. You see this? Well, they're going to try to make everyone face discomfort and anxiety. That's what they've been programming the world to suffer from. This is how you instill this mental illness in people, and then you can roll out the solution, which is jump into the metaverse. Quote, instead of sitting in their beds by themselves, they're walking through the mountains of western North Carolina, or they're sitting by a campfire, end quote, Bailey says. Okay, in the metaverse, and we've covered the metaverse here, folks. Even Dennis Bushnell, chief scientist at NASA for the last 40 years in 2018, gave a speech in front of the Fire Coalition, uh, Future in Review, and he talked about this, the day that you could walk down the beach with whoever you want inside of the metaverse. 
It says the headsets have similar benefits for patients undergoing chemotherapy, infusions, or dialysis. Situations were, quote, where you're captive and you can't go anywhere, but also don't want to just sit there and think about what you're going through in that moment, end quote, Bailey says. You see, the scientists and the engineers will always find problems, and then they'll always create solutions, even if those solutions create more problems. And my belief is that nothing is unintended. unintended. There are no unintended consequences. All consequences are intended. I believe that because if they know the unintended consequences and they move forward with these things anyway, then they were willing to put the consequences into the lexicon, right? They were willing to bring those consequences to fruition. So they're all intended. Goes on to say one VR pilot program involves 12 sites led by the Asheville Veterans Affairs Medical Center in partnership with WIA Health, which includes VR platforms for patients' care. The program primarily focuses. Sorry about that. Focuses on use of the technology to assess veterans' risks for falls or neurological problems. While wearing the headsets, patients work through a series of questions that help clinicians evaluate their risk. All right. I mean, do you see this, folks? Do you do you think that this is because they love these people? I don't think so. It goes on to say another piece of that program addresses procedures for veterans who need surgery, for example, but cannot undergo anesthesia. Instead, they receive a nerve block and remain conscious during the operation. Quote, the veterans awake, but rather than lying there and thinking about the surgery, if we can give them a virtual reality headset, they're on the beach in Fiji or somewhere different throughout the procedure. End quote, Bailey says, quote, they're not thinking about it, so the anxiety level comes down, end quote, right? So they're running surgeries on people. You don't know what kind of surgeries, but they're running surgeries on people while they put them into sort of this meditative state living inside the metaverse, folks. And if you don't think this is what they're going to do to all the people, then you're in some sort of... Uh, Uh, meditative state because when you tie this into the lectures we've seen out of the world economic forum when you tie this into the stuff we've looked at from artificial intelligence foundation when you tie this into stuff that dr charles morgan the third and others have talked about you have to understand that the veterans are the guinea pigs they are now the human trials in the mk ultra research the continuing research, how to run people, uh, how to mind control them and then run them into the metaverse. It says, is VR therapy effective? The crucial aspect of extended reality technology for VA therapy is the continued oversight of real-life clinicians. Health experts not only guide and monitor the use of the equipment to ensure that it is effective for the patient, but also add a personal aspect to care. Quote, 
It's to augment the experience, quote, Bailey says of the extended reality tools, quote, we don't want to replace human touch. We don't want to replace that necessary and very important human connection. But we want to do is leverage this technology to augment the care that we are able to provide and enhance the experience of the veteran, end quote. Well, no, the ultimate goal is to replace the human touch. You've heard about the body suits, this Internet of Senses type technology they're working on, where you put on a body suit, and when you touch something inside the metaverse, you can feel that object on the end of your fingers. They have the device that you put in your mouth so that you can taste things and feel texture. They have the internal earplugs that let you hear surround sound like it's real. So the ultimate goal is to remove that human connection. Right, They just said, you lost the human connection because of COVID. We'll put you inside the metaverse, and now you can experience all those human connections that you lost. All right, And so when they talk about that, they don't bring up the fact that they created the rules and regulations to stop uh, family members and friends from coming to visit these people. They forced them into isolation, just like people like Dr. Sidney Gottlieb and his mentors, the Nazi and Japanese torturers, did to people when they tortured them and they were trying to mind break them. They put them into isolation like they were in prison. And we saw that happen over two years with a large sector of people during COVID land, the high school theater production. All right, let's continue. It says, in some cases, extended reality tools can bridge the physical distance between clinician and patient. While the patient is stationed in the field or working remotely during the pandemic, augmented or virtual reality does more than simply replace video conferencing, which leaves the veteran in front of a computer within a home or field office. The headset brings the veteran into the room with the clinician, allowing personal focused one-on-one care. Do you see this? This is the metaverse, folks. This is living inside of a cyber world. So what happens? What happens when they decide that that veteran's quote-unquote quality of life is better lived inside of the metaverse because they can go cross-country skiing, they can go swimming, they can do all these things that they can't do in real life. Do they leave them inside of the metaverse? Oh, this is coming, folks, where they start deeming people basically, um, well, their life is better in the metaverse, so they're no longer going to see real people. We're going to just load them up with psychedelics and strap the VR headset on them, basically putting them inside of the matrix. What is the difference between this and the matrix? There is no difference. Quote, there are times that we can put headsets on and be in physically different places, but then suddenly, virtually, we're very close together, end quote, Bailey says. So when you don't think this stuff is happening, it's happening. They're doing it in the Veterans Administration. Okay, they're doing it right now. It goes on to say, through the techno- though the technology isn't necessarily uh, beneficial or relevant for every patient or every treatment, the VA envisions building an extended reality network across its system to apply immersive technology wherever it's needed, Bailey says. 
quote, our ultimate goal is to make this available to every VA clinician and veteran who's interested in immersive technology, end quote. And folks, this will be rolled out uh, everywhere. It's going to be rolled out in the classroom. There's actually some schools already testing this stuff, which I can show you later. This is being rolled out everywhere. The World Economic Forum promotes this, that eventually your child, oh, they're going to be able to go on a march with Martin Luther King in Memphis. So we're going to strap on a VR headset to them in the classroom and put them inside of the metaverse. And trust me, this will be coupled with... And I will make my case, but this will be coupled with psychedelic pills because they're going to eventually tell you that you're going to get a better experience, a more immersive experience, a more realistic experience if you couple this with psychedelics. Let's continue here. The VA typically procures headsets with specific modules for specific purposes, selecting among vendors that provide those platforms. The headsets come with content preloaded. To make the technology more adaptable and customizable for patients, the VA has rallied its IT team to develop a menu of modules that can be loaded onto empty headsets. Does that not sound like running programs on the matrix, folks? It goes on to say which would connect to the VA network, like an app store for virtual reality headsets, Bailey says. The VA expects to roll out that platform by the end of 2022, according to Bailey, and we'll check in to see where where they are on this. Quote, in order to provide that personalized medicine with immersive technology, we're going to need to keep our options open and available, Bailey says. Do you understand, folks? This is rolled out inside of the Veterans Administration. They are testing this stuff on unsuspecting veterans, people suffering from illnesses, from PTSD, uh, from dementia. And so this is, uh, this is a ripe crew of human trials they have, folks. They are testing out this current iteration of mk ultra mind control and plugging people into the matrix do you understand that mk ultra never actually ended sydney gottlieb was playing around with ptsd victims at the va he was running secret undercover illegal experiments at the va doing the same thing they're doing now they write openly about this they call it technology immersive technology advancements in healthcare. but this is MK Ultra, ladies and gentlemen. When I get back, I will show you more mind-blowing stuff. Absorb this over the break, folks. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 